If you were to ask 100 people what the purpose of their business is, you would likely get 100 different answers. Some people would argue that the purpose is to provide goods and services to their customers. Others would argue that it's to provide a rewarding environment and fulfilling jobs for their team. Some might argue it's to maximize shareholder value or to get a good return for their investors. And others, especially startups where I spent most of my career, would argue that it's to make a dent in the universe or to maximize impact. But I don't think any of these are accurate. I think the purpose of your business is to transform your life. And in this video, I'm gonna talk about why. My name is Sean Johnson. For 12 years, was a founding partner at Manifold, a venture holding company in Chicago. I've been a professor at Kellogg in the Innovation and Entrepreneurship Department. And I think that's it. I think that's the reason why most people start a business, and yet very few of us are willing to admit it. A startup founder would never dream of putting in their pitch deck that their vision is to have a home in Vail and to go skiing every weekend. An entrepreneur would never tell a journalist that their goal is to have enough time to hang out with their kids. A business owner would never put on a loan application that uh, they really enjoy the craft of the work and want to just be able to do that every day. We've been trained to think that our business needs to serve everyone else but us, or at least that we should not admit that the reason why we started the business was to serve our own lives. And I believe this does considerable damage both to our lives and to our businesses. After saying it enough times, you end up believing it, perhaps not consciously, but in terms of your actions. The world's full of business owners who if you get them out and get a beer in them, will confide that they don't have the spark that they used to have. They don't remember why they started the business in the first place. And I think that part of this is because they aren't willing to admit that the reason why the business exists is to serve them. And because of that, they serve everybody else instead. They make choices about the business that ultimately hurt them. They work themselves to death because they know that their investors need a good return. They abdicate too much control to their team because they want their team members to feel fulfilled and think that's the way to do it and then they're left holding the bag when that those team members go and seek greener pastures. They might make decisions that harm their employees and their team uh, and their investors and themselves uh, because they believe in the adage that the customer is always right. Something is desperately wrong. A lot of people don't like this idea when I tell it to them the first time. They think that I'm suggesting that owners should ignore customers or investors or employees. Nothing could be further from the truth. The most likely way that you actually get what you want out of your own life is by making sure that you do satisfy all of these different stakeholders. You have to create a business that is profitable and provides a good return for your investors because it's gonna provide a good return for yourself and accomplish whatever other goals that you have for your life. It needs to make your employees feel fulfilled because if they're not, they're going to leave, which is gonna make your life harder. And while they're there, they're gonna make your life miserable. And it needs to make your customers happy. If you can't make your customers happy, they're gonna go elsewhere and you won't have a business before long. I just happen to believe that the best way to do this is to be honest with ourselves about what it is that we're ultimately trying to build. Interesting things can start to happen when you as the owner admit what it is that you're trying to accomplish and what the purpose of the business actually is. You get laser focused on the type of customer that you want to serve, not just that you feel like you need to serve. And so those interactions with those customers are more energizing rather than draining. You provide products and services that you want to sell, offerings that are valuable to the customer that you can deliver repeatedly and scalably and are profitable enough to make the business valuable. You get really good at these things over time, leading to a differentiated business and a more attractive company. You end up with values that are aligned with the values of the owner, and you attract team members that are in alignment with those values. You build a business that can run without you because you've documented the systems and processes so the business can run whether or not you're there. And a company like this is a lot more attractive to customers, to employees, to investors. And all of this leads to a healthier business for a potential acquirer down the road if you ever decided you wanted to do that. But even if you didn't want to do that, you would know that you've built a business that somebody would theoretically want. You would have built a business that's capable of being sold. 
whether that's your end goal or not. A business like this is what I call an integrated business. Integrate just means you've taken these disparate stakeholders and you've managed to align their incentives effectively. The business is no longer divided against itself. If a business isn't divided against itself or has competing incentives, it's able to move effectively in the same direction. And a metaphor I like to think about this is, is a rowing team. Imagine that you're, if, if you're, some people were trying to row forward and some people were trying to row backward, you probably wouldn't get very far. In rowing, they actually have a word for this. They call it swing. There's a great book by Craig Lambert that talks about swing, and he describes it this way. We are not so much swinging as being swung. The boat swings you. The shell wants to move fast. Speed sings in its lines and nature. Our job is simply to work with the shell, to stop holding it back with our thrashing struggles to go faster. Trying too hard sabotages boat speed. Trying becomes striving and undoes itself. Integrated companies feel like that. Everybody is moving in the exact same direction because they have shared values, shared objectives. But integrated does not necessarily mean equal. All of those competing interests are not necessarily, they don't necessarily need to all be the same. And I think that the first and most important stakeholder is you as the owner. Everything else should be in support of that. If you support the needs of your business to other stakeholders, no matter how noble they might be, ultimately you're going to resent your business. Your, your investors don't ultimately want that. Your team members ultimately don't want that. Your customers ultimately don't want that. So your business exists to serve you. The way to do that is to create a business that is integrated by getting clarity on what you want and making sure that you align what you want with the incentives of other people. Which begs the question, what do you want?